Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, for Thursday, February 13th, 2020. My name is Javier Reyes, your host of this year Locked On Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show at LO underscore Padres, or you can check out my personal account, which is at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined to do so, hit me up on there with any questions you might have, and I'll do my very best to answer them. Whether it be the show account, whether it be my account, whether it be the Gmail, you can send an email. Some people have already done that, which is LockedOnPadres at gmail.com. Of course, I'm really excited about that stuff. Please send me questions. I, I'm, I've loved interacting with you guys. You guys have been great so far. This has been a great first week of the show, I think. You guys have said a bunch of nice things, so I really appreciate that, um, all of you out there. And on today's itinerary for the show, what do we got cooking today? Well, I want to talk about just a couple of kind of goofy topics. This isn't going to be as as hard-nosed and as serious as the traditional podcast is, I would say, to discuss the Padres. We're going to be talking about some weird hats that some of the baseball fans might be familiar with and uh, a movement to try and, you know, make the game cooler and more hip, I guess. And they decided, hey, let's make these alternate hats, these fan hats for each team. And we're going to talk about one of them in particular, and that's the Padres one, because um, not the best looking one out there. Uh, we're, we're going to dive deep into that later. But first, I wanted to talk about something that happened today, which is Andrew Heaney's statement. Yes, I know. He's, he's, he's an Angels player and all that stuff, but I have to admit, this guy had an all-time baseball player rant about the whole Astros cheating business. And today, I'm, I'm naming the podcast episode after this, and I thought it'd be a goofy idea, and it might be awful, and you guys might hate it, but you know what? I'm going to read to you guys the statement that Andrew Heaney had. You know, it's filled with a lot of um, not clean language, so there will be some bleeping in there, so prepare yourselves for that. And I'm going to read it in my best Benoit Blanc voice, which won't be great. It's my best shot. I just figured it'd be funny. I'm going to give this a shot. For those who aren't familiar, Benoit Blanc is Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out, which is what the reference of the episode title is for today. So yeah, without further ado, this is Heaney speaking to the Angels' beat writers a little bit ago. Why are you here? I suspect foul play. I have eliminated no suspects. Now I'm not going to make excuses for those guys i know how it is you get caught up in something i'm sure they look back now and say oh we really took that overboard but i think somebody in that locker room had to have enough insight to say this is not okay i haven't read all the latest to know what everybody's writing about i don't know how much is true but somebody in that locker room had to say this is up we shouldn't be doing this for nobody to stand up and nobody to say what she and other player that sucks. That's a shitty feeling for everybody. I hope they feel like shit. He was then asked about the Astros' apologies to the extent any have come forth. Well, they sure as shit need to do more than what they already did. That was terrible. I understand they are going to get their shit in order and they are going to have their thing to say and they are going to hide behind the commissioner's report and whatever, but I don't think that's good enough. (laughs) 
Oh my god! I'm sorry, guys. I, you might you guys might hate that. That was so terrible. I had to re-record that like five different times because I was laughing too hard. I don't even know if I do a good Benoit block. I don't even know what Daniel Craig's loony ridiculous. I don't know who asked him to do that accent in the movie. I don't even know if it is an accent for anything, but it's incredible. Seriously though, guys, if you if you haven't seen Knives Out, go check it out. It's just it's a blast. It was one of my favorite movies from last year. But just wanted to just mention, hey, this is crazy because this Astro story just won't die. And I don't think it should die. This is one of the most insane things that's happened in baseball for a while. You know, this is one of the most insane off the field stories that's happened in a while. And this is like some players are viewing this as even worse than the steroid thing. And actually, there was a piece that came out in the Players Tribune today written by Trevor Bauer, who I talked about a little bit the other day and his response to Rob Manfred's position or his his tweet where he was attacking Rob Manfred about the whole change in the playoff format, saying that he doesn't know what he's talking about and that he's a fool. Well, today he wrote for the Players' Tribune and this whole thing about the Astros scandal and just kind of wrote his thoughts on it and basically did the whole Trevor Bauer thing that he's, it's kind of getting monotonous a little bit when he keeps saying that he's not going to stop being who he is and he's not going to stop voicing his opinion and nobody can change who he is like all right dude we get it but also to an extent i'm kind of grateful for players like trevor bauer and i recommend people checking out the piece it's it's well written it's an it's a perspective of a player who's basically saying hey this is not good and at least when and he views it as something that this is even bigger than the steroid issue that's what he wrote in the piece and he was saying hey if you're a pitcher that doesn't adjust to teams possibly figuring you out then you're a little bit of an idiot but when the team literally can learn and realize in real time what pitch you're throwing, that that just affects all aspects of the game. And he really wrote, I think really intelligently, about how this isn't going to just affect, oh, who wins the World Series. This affects a lot of things if guys are going to be cheating like this. So I really recommend everyone checking that out. But yeah, Andrew Heaney, like the, Andrew Heaney and Trevor Bauer are just two examples of this whole Ashers thing is just a, a bonkers, bonkers, bonkers story. And I mentioned this on the Lockdown MLB podcast with Sully that it's kind of crazy how this has kind of stirred up the most interested baseball that I could remember in a long time in terms of the offseason, at least. And that says a lot, especially considering that last offseason we had the Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, our beloved Padre Manny Machado. It says a lot that those two young high potential players that hit free agency the same year, that that offseason wasn't as tumultuous and as contentious or talked about I should say as this one has been with the Astros and buzzers and cheating and all this stuff so hey just just what felt like bringing that out there you can rant to me on Twitter at how bad my Benoit Blanc impression was if it was good please let me know I hope you guys enjoyed that it was just a goofy thing I wanted to do hey I said it in the trailer guys I said it in the trailer as many I'm gonna be making as many shameless unapologetic pop culture references as possible on this show it's just what I do I don't know what to say but we're going to take a quick break now. And when we get back, you know, I want to talk about these these hats that are being talked about and why they're being viewed as so problematic. So stay tuned right after this. We'll get right into that here on the Locked On Padres podcast. And we're back here, everybody, on the Locked On Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Just got done doing an impression of Andrew Heaney's really epic I'm not going to say Allen Iverson. Uh, we're talking about practice tier of 
of athlete rants, but it's definitely a a fun one of just him just dropping expletives left and right. So I hope you enjoyed my my Benoit Blanc uh, rendition of that. If you didn't, don't know what to say. I know I did. It was it was really fun. But now I want to talk about hats. That's right. Today's just a goofy episode. I don't know what to say, guys. Every now and then you got to be a little goofy with it. And that's about these new these new era hats. And I think if you guys weren't following, they kind of made news last week. Basically, these new batting practice and spring training uh, new era caps were released. This is this is a story from like Tuesday, February fourth. So I'm reading from SportsLogos.net. They finally did it. Logos inside of logos. The new era cap company today has launched the official 2020 Major League Baseball batting practice collection caps, which will be worn both during batting practice as well as during the upcoming spring training schedule. And they showed them, and they're basically. Like they said, the logos, but inside the logos, it's it's very odd. It's like the team inside the logo, and some of them look cool. I, I think that some of them look okay. Some of them, like the Astros one, Tampa Bay's looks fine. It's a quirky idea, right? And you know me, I've mentioned on a couple podcasts, I'm all for finding different creative type of ways to improve the game. You know, I'm even a fan of the players' weekend jerseys that they wear like the the midway mark of the season I've always been a fan of that hey it's just something different you got 162 games every year god forbid lord forbid we just have one weekend where it's just a little bit different I've always been a fan of that and especially with my my local team the Yankees I've been on record you got I've I've actually written a dub little piece on my personal blog about this about how much I loathe the Yankees road uniforms I just think they're the most boring things in the world and I even lobbied for their players weekend jerseys to become the norm anyway that's a little bit of a tangent I'm I'm just a big fan of any attempt at doing something new that being said these hats have not gone over well shocker that the most conservative kind of fan base almost in all of the all of the major sports that they didn't like this this new change and that's fair I mean some of them do look kind of stupid the Orioles one looks a little bit ridiculous I mean the, you can barely tell what's going on the the Orioles duck is like he's got a bat in his ear like he's Cupid almost like it really you guys have to check this stuff out and most importantly let's talk about the Padres one because the Padres one I would argue, actually, I wouldn't even argue. It's just a fact. It's been one of the most polarizing ones. That's not even a, a way to say it. it's the most controversial because they're not going to even be wearing them anymore. You know why? Because you guys got to look this up. I'm reading now from the San Diego Tribune. The Padres officially haven't worn the spring training caps that caused such a stir on social media when they were unveiled last week, and now they will only briefly wear them. On Tuesday, the day before pitchers and catchers officially report to the Peoria Sports Complex, most players already working out on site wore the new brown cap with the interlocking S and D that the team will wear during the regular season. However, this was instead of the swinging fire with the somewhat matrix and digital looking SD over his torso that may or not have resembled a swastika and may or may not have looked cheesy. So yes, that's that's the to to sum up the backlash has been that the S the way that the new these new spring training caps look, it makes it look like a swastika when you have the friar guy who's in the background of the SD. It's hard to explain, so I recommend looking it up. I don't want to, this isn't the worst, uh, this is certainly not the worst logo that a sports franchise has ever had, for sure, on any alternate or anything. I mean, regular teams have some logos right now in professional sports that are a little bit questionable, but 
it's just it's just crazy to see that this this hat has kind of you guys really have to check it out. Uh, you know, f- have a have a little visual aid while you're listening to the podcast. And I can see where people are talking about. It does kind of look like a swastika. And Lord knows we don't need that right now. Because as I've talked about in a couple episodes, the the hype, the momentum, it's it's in the Padres way, man. I really feel like this is going to be a, a decent season. I'm not buying those Pocota rankings entirely. I think they're underselling the team. I am certainly going to buy that. The Dodgers are probably going to be quite good. I mean, this team already has like two top prospects coming up this year, and they just traded for Mookie Betts. So, uh, Friar Faithful, my Friar Faithful homies out there, let's not expect that we're going to be better than the Dodgers. I think that's fair. I think it's fair to assume that the Dodgers are the best team in the majors projected to be, at least. So, let's let's ditch these hats, forget about it, and pretend they didn't it, did it happen, and let's just keep being excited about guys like Emilio Pagan and... Tommy Pam and Fernando Tatis and our beloved savior Manny Machado, who is absolutely going to have a bounce back season, no doubt about it. Put it in, lock it in, put it in the bag. Yes. So that's my thing. The Padres hat is obviously been a bit of a PR disaster, and they're not even going to wear them all that much, even if even at all. I wouldn't be surprised if the backlash is so huge that they don't even wear them once. For in general, for all the people getting on the the MLB for daring to try anything, these new era caps. Hey, I'm I'm liberal with this stuff. Even when it doesn't work out, I still like the thought. I still like it when teams try new things, and I still like it when, even, even when they fail. And tomorrow's episode, actually, is going to be an interesting one because I'm going to be touching on this just a little bit. Because I, I was talking to, you guys can expect this on Friday, uh, as a little Valentine's Day celebration, the first guest on the the podcast, uh, Mr. Kevin Weiss, the host of the Lockdown Rays podcast, he came on to talk about the kind of weird development of the Padres and Rays just being trade partners with each other and asked his thoughts about how it affected the Rays and what he thought of the trades and also talked about the playoff format a little bit more and what are his, his thoughts on it in terms of the American League and his Rays, who are definitely a team that always have to compete with real big juggernauts in his division. So I asked what his thoughts on it where in terms of maybe it helps the Rays. Maybe it could be a better chance for them to make the playoffs. But yeah, guys, that about does it for today's little kind of goofier episode of the Lockdown Padres podcast. I hope you liked it. Um, Stay tuned for tomorrow's discussion that I had with Kevin Weiss. It's a real, real baseball nerdy discussion that I think you guys are going to enjoy. And then that'll be it for the week. So yeah, that does it, guys, for today's edition of the Locked On Padres podcast podcast the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves I know I promised that I wouldn't make that joke again but we're in a goofy mood today so I figured I might as well make it one more time remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Stitcher Spotify Apple Podcasts the Overcast app Himalaya check us out on Megaphone and also remember to follow the page on Twitter which is at LO underscore Padres share it with your friends you can you can also follow me on Twitter if you want, my personal account. I get weird on there every now and then. I don't just talk about Padres stuff, but still, uh, you can check me out there, at Javapeno, spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And remember to send emails. Remember to send some messages, any questions you guys might have. I'd love to talk about them. And overall, I think this was a solid, solid week of the show. I think that, I, I hope so. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And next week, we're back, you know, Monday through Friday. 
We're going to keep this thing going. By then, position players will have reported to spring training, and we're going to really start getting into the swing of things. It's going to start, we're going to be talking roster breakdowns. We're going to be talking about any type of updates that happen. And hopefully, I think, another trade that might be coming our way. I just, I, I feel it, guys. I feel it deep in my bones that the Padres are due for something else. I really do. Buddy, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend weekend and Valentine's Day weekend. Hopefully you uh, have a partner. And if not, it's okay because Valentine's Day is, while people like to hate on that holiday, I don't because it's not cool to hate on something that everybody else is already hating on. You know what? Be happy for your friends, maybe, that are in a good relationship. So let's celebrate them. Maybe you're single, what have you, but don't don't sweat it. We all, we all have our, our shortcomings. It'll be all right. It'll be all right at the end. And if not, don't worry. You got some Lockdown Padres podcast to listen to. And if you're thinking about asking that girl or guy out or whoever, do it. Why not? Make this Valentine's Day one to remember. And even if they say no, even if you are rejected, it still gives you a fun story. I don't know why I'm getting into all these tangents, guys. But yes, remember, subscribe, follow the, the podcast on Twitter, everything. Stay tuned for next week. This has been the Lockdown Padres podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Stay faithful, my Friar Faithful homies.